Hey everybody, join me in my weekly update where I'm going to be talking about the Azure news from this week and sharing some of the insights into what I've actually been doing this week as well. So grab your favourite drink and join me for this update. to this weekly update. I hope you've all had a good week and you are looking forward to the weekend. Thank you for tuning in and if you haven't already please do hit that like button and subscribe button to get notifications of my future videos. I do plan to release videos on Wednesdays and Fridays every week so again there's going to be good content hopefully um, for you to enjoy so another reason to hit that subscribe button. This week in terms of the Azure news it has been fairly quiet in terms of what the teams have announced. There is two bits of news that I want to focus on. So the first one is something that I actually talked about um, back in February with my good friend Tom um, around virtual um, desktop, so Windows virtual desktop. And that's the, the ability to deallocate all of your Windows virtual desktops and then set it up so that if someone wants to use one of those virtual desktops it will start on demand for them and um, so yeah it's a good way of saving costs and also enabling you know a bit of that flexibility within your workloads and your environments and it's in preview at the moment I believe but there's some good documentation and like I said I talked to Tom about this back in February when we took a deep dive looking at the roadmap so I'll link to the video to show you more information about that and you can have a look at that. But it's definitely something you should be looking at if you are running Windows virtual desktops and you are potentially looking to save some money by deallocating your virtual machines and then making them available to start when someone wants to connect to them. So, um, you know, if you deallocate a virtual machine over the weekend and someone wants to work, they will have that ability to start that virtual machine and do some work if they wanted to. So flexibility is there. So definitely something you should be looking at introducing into your environment. Now, the second feature or announcement is something that actually came out last month in March, um, but I didn't notice and I wanted to highlight it. Now, inside Azure Security Center within the regulatory compliance blade, you now have the ability to download audit reports. So the audit reports around some of the um, regulatory compliance that you might have to prove to an auditor. Now, it is just a report downloading so you can filter and you can have a look at the report and you can either use these reports for your own internal kind of compliance needs or investigations or if you need to provide that information towards um, a, a, an external auditor. I think it really just gives you that one-stop shop and I know that sounds really cringy, I, I know that does, but it gives you that ability to locate it when you're in the Azure Security Centre. So if you're doing other things, if you're proving other things to an auditor or digging out other reports for an auditor, you've now got this extra bit that allows you to download those audit reports from the whole of Azure and the whole of Dynamics as well. So again, another great feature that you can dial into and have a look at um, and see if it can help you and just speed up your processes a bit better. It is in public preview. Um, but it's one of those features that I don't think is necessarily impactful in your business. So this one I would recommend, again, implementing within your environment um, now, even in production. So it's there. So use it um, and have a look at it and definitely feedback to the team if there's anything else you need 
or any features that are missing around it or functionality. Um, but yeah, you can now download the audit reports within Azure Security Centre. So for me this week, I have been quite busy. It has been another short week. So I had Monday off and I came back to a flurry of realising that I hadn't given myself enough time to do some of my deadlines. So I think I've been working furiously in the background to get some things did or done even. Um, one of the things that I had to prioritise was a live stream that my colleague and I, Thomas, did the other day um, around Azure landing zones. This was the six part of a five part blog series or six part blog series that we'd been working on. So there's five blogs um, covering off landing zones and thinking about how an organisation can use landing zones on their migration journey um, and telling that story. And the live stream was the last part in that series to finish it off and we tried to answer some questions that people had around landing zones, try to help people understand landing zones and show you how you can deploy some of the enterprise scale landing zones that we have available. It was a 30 minute session and it went really quickly. I, I It was probably the quickest 30 minutes of the entire week. Um, thank you to everybody that joined in. Thank you to everybody that tuned in and asked some questions. Hopefully we managed to help you understand a bit more about landing zones during the session um, and yeah we, we provided some resources available um, afterwards if you wanted to go away and do some further reading. Um, I know it was a very quick session and the recording is available if anybody missed it definitely have a, a tune in and look at that session if you haven't already um, we'd love to have you join it and ask some questions. Thomas and I will be monitoring various different you know recordings and forum posts and blog posts and stuff that we did for comments and stuff so hopefully we'll pick up on them. If it's something that you do want us to do again please do let us know we can we can try and schedule something in to do another kind of 30 minute session around landing zones or potentially something else. Lots of scope there so definitely get involved, keep that conversation going and let us know what you think around um, content that's needed and is missing and we can help you try and fill in those blanks for you. Um, the other things that I've been working on is presentations. I think I have, let me count up, I've got one, two, three, four I think, four this month that I need to present at. Um, I'm speaking at a conference, um, the Azure Live conference, which is next week. And then I've got a couple of presentations for user groups and various different community groups coming up as well. I think it's three of those, one conference and three user groups, or is it one conference and two? Anyway, there's a lot coming up. There's a lot coming up. Um, there's a few I need to record because um, the conferences are going to be live streamed um, with the recordings. So I need to get the recordings done as well. Definitely lots of opportunities to see me speak again if you want to see me speak and to cover off some sessions. I'm doing some a bit of a variety. Last year I mostly talked about migrations. This year I'm kind of focusing on other topics. Although migration is still something that I want to talk about, um, I'm also talking about the hybrid kind of capabilities and the functionality that we have within Azure. And I'm actually talking about um, some networking things within Azure as well. So one of my presentations that's coming up is about scaling your applications and kind of load balancing across Azure. Um, so things like Load Balancer, Traffic Manager, Azure Front Door, CDN, um, Azure Redish for Cache. Um, 
yeah, it's actually been really interesting digging that d- deeper into some of those features and functionalities that we have. Um, I'm aware of all of the products and I have an understanding of, of them at a very high level, but I've had to dig a little deeper into that, each of those topics and try and get some more information to do that presentation that I have. So that's been exciting and it's ob- ob- actually potentially going to lead me down another path of doing more content on that because I've noticed some holes I've noticed some you know gaps in what we have um I just want to try and pick that up potentially um lots of things on my to-do list and constantly adding to it but you know lots of opportunities there as well so um I will be posting on my twitter and stuff and on my blog if you haven't already check out my new blog layout um and yeah, I'll be posting where I am and where you can find me. So definitely check that out and, you know, join me if you want to hear what I'm up to. Um, the other thing that I've been doing is filming more videos for the Azure Enablement Show, which is something that I've been doing um, for a while now around, again, the cloud adoption framework. So talking about that cloud adoption journey that lots of organisations go on. So we're filming a ton of videos this week. Um, I think they come out later in the month, potentially the start of May. Um, But yeah, really excited about those coming out. So hopefully they will be useful to you as well in terms of understanding how to, you know, potentially adopt them Azure as your cloud solution um, and how the cloud adoption framework can really help you as well. Now, I'm going to head off because I have, like I said, a ton of things to do, a ton of presentations that I need to finish. Hopefully you enjoyed this update. Again, please do hit that like button and subscribe if you want to see more content of me giving you the weekly news, giving you an insight into what I'm doing and what I'm up to. And um, yeah, hopefully join you in a future video.